Welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Hi, everybody, and welcome to Two Pete in a Podcast. This is episode 15. I'm Dr. Simon Strawn, and with me is my friend and colleague, Michael Platten. Hello. Hi. Everyone. So I think that what we should chat about is something called Crush Syndrome. Now, that's an interesting term, because if you go and look up Crush Syndrome, which sounds like an awfully fancy medical term, if you go and look that up in a medical journal, or you go and search for it in a medical arena, you're not going to find it. And yet, if you stick it into Google, it comes up with millions of hits. Mm. I know when I was specializing, we never covered crash syndrome as a topic, as you're saying, because it's not recognized medically. And yet everybody talks about it all the time. You take it, Mike. What, what is crash syndrome? Why, why are we talking about it? I think more important to explain why we're doing it now in episode 15. And that is because crash syndrome is an amalgamation of everything that we've done before. And then maybe a bit into the diarrhea vomiting that we're going to go on to afterwards. But crash syndrome explains that for the first two years after a child starts crash, they're going to be getting sick. And that's either with vomiting and diarrhea or gastro, or a sinus infection or upper respiratory tract infection. If it is an upper respiratory tract infection, like we've said in the previous podcast, it normally takes about 48 to 72 hours after being exposed to start with symptoms. They're going to have a runny nose for three to five days. That's very clear and runny. gets thick and gunky for the next three to five days. Then changes into a post-nasal drip that perpetuates a cough for two weeks, maybe sometimes three weeks. In addition to this, they start with a fever for the first two or three days. And sneezing, itchy, scratchy, sneezing for the first two or three days. That then settles. And then they also have congestion that lasts as long as the nose is unhappy. With gastro... You are going to have fever for the first two or three days, vomiting that is worse in the first 12 to 24, maybe 48 hours, and then that settles, can extend a bit further on. But then normally we'd expect diarrhea to start within 12 to 24 hours after the vomiting. And that can persist for about five to seven days. And that vomiting can be profuse, meaning a lot, looking at seven to eight watery stools per day that then gets progressively better up until day five and it's gone by day seven. What Crest syndrome explains is that you can have between eight to 20 of these per year. And for your respiratory viruses, we have a season that runs from about January to September. It does extend a bit further onwards, but normally January to September. That's nine months worth, which means that you're having at minimum one per month. Or if you are at the 18 or 20 limit, you are having an infection every two weeks so it's that relentless nature i mean the stuff just goes on and on and on and your child will be well for only a few days in between each of these things and you look at it going my goodness what on earth is going on and people are going well is my child sick does my child have an allergy is it the crash that they're not looking after my child does my child have a functioning immune system that's right so so if we look at this there are a couple of interesting points so Mike's given you very clearly the upper respiratory side of it and the tummy side of it. The important thing is that if you take a whole group of children who are going to crash, not all of them are going to get sick this often. But if you think of those that are getting sick this often, all right, that group, half of that group are completely normal children. 
And they're only getting sick because they're at creche. And this is not because the creche is dirty and not looking after the child. These viruses spread no matter what you do. You can imagine a child on a jungle gym with a snotty nose, wipes its hand, puts its hand on the ring on the jungle gym bar, climbs up and somebody comes behind it and puts her hand or his hand and in the mouth and away you go. And these viruses spread. And we also know that viruses spread for a couple of days before the children even show symptoms. So there is no way that we're going to prevent this. And that is really important. Your child is not getting sick because of the creche. And in almost all the cases, your child is not getting sick because there's a problem with the immune system. So there is absolutely 100% no reason to try and take any kind of immune system booster or to pump your child full of vitamins because you're trying to boost the immune system. The immune system is not a problem. The child, the reason the baby's getting, get sick and respond to these viruses with the snot and the mucus and the diarrhea and everything else is because their immune system is working just fine, thank you very much. And that's why they're the symptoms. That's why they're the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So, so please don't go rushing out and spending fortunes of money. It's unfortunately one of those things. So half of that, let's go back to that group of children I was talking about. Half of that group of children are completely unhealthy. Of the other half, 80% of of those are getting this frequent, snotty, upper respiratory congestion part of it because of an allergy. And the tiniest remaining percentage are getting sick because there's something else seriously wrong. Which is like a problem with the immune system. An immune system problem mm. or other horrible diseases that have at that point not yet been diagnosed. Yeah. And Mike, that's what we do in practice. We sit with these children. We try and ensure that the parents understand it. We try and ensure that they're not getting pumped full of antibiotics every single time the child gets sick because it is almost always a virus and will get better and doesn't need an antibiotic. But we, as the pediatricians, in our minds go, at what point do we decide that this child should be investigated further? Mm. And I think that's really, for me, the important thing, is to understand what Krish syndrome is. As you said, I always I use the, the number 15 times a year, but I'm happy to go up to 20. <laughs> 15 times a year, up to 15 times a year. It is generally self-limiting, which gets better by itself. You have very few days in between when the child is well. It is, it's horrible mm. to have a snotty, mucusy child. I get that completely. But you really need somebody to be very careful with your child through this process, not to overdo the medications, not to overdo the investigations, but to be very clear in their thinking and make sure they explain it to you as parents. And after you've heard this podcast, you can now go and ask the question, is this potentially a problem? Mm. Is my child normal? Yeah. yeah. Well, Mm. yeah. is my child's immune system healthy? Does my child have an allergy? Or is this just because the baby's at creche? You know, I even get to the point sometimes, if I'm seeing the parents that often, my question to them is, does your child have to be at creche right now at this point in its life? Mm. Because if the child doesn't have to be there, if there's somebody at home that can look after them, you know, rather take them home. Yeah. So the thing is, the more they get now, the less they're going to get later. But the more they, or the younger they are, they don't deal with the infection as well as you would like in a six-year-old. But that's right. A, a one-year-old is going to struggle to breathe because everything's smaller. Yeah. The airways are smaller. Yeah. The nose is smaller. And it, it takes a lot less to actually clog that up. When you're five, six, your nasal passages, your entire system is bigger. So it's easier for them to cope. Yeah. And always in this process, always look at what's happening at home and make sure your child is breathing as clean an air as you possibly can have. Mm-hmm. So what I'm talking about is smoking. <laughs> no smoking. Anywhere within 
a 50 meter radius of a young child or any child. It's just bad for them. So I, I do need to raise a sensitive topic because a lot of parents say that they, they smoke outside. Yes. But if you're smoking outside, it's still going to sit on the clothes. Mm. Even if you change the clothes, it's still going to be sitting mm. in the clothes. If someone else can smell that smoke, it's going to irritate the child's nose. So it may not be as bad as like sitting right next to the child and smoking, but I agree with you completely. And the other thing that I always remind parents is they say, oh, but I sit by an open window. And I'll go, but which way does the wind blow through an open window? Usually depends on blows, the day. <laughs> usually blows from out to in. So the smoke is inside, not outside. So I do think this is, I know we're being a bit silly, but I mean, it's important. Mm. It is important to make sure your child's breathing as clean air as possible. But yeah, I think that's, I hope that's been helpful in terms of Chris syndrome because it's a, it's something we deal with a lot and it requires, it requires you to really just get a grasp of, uh, of what that, of what that means uh, and how we should think about it when your child is getting sick that often. Yeah. And if, you have forgotten about what we've spoken about in the previous podcast. Chris syndrome is what we have already covered. And definitely with the gastro, that's what we're going to be covering in the next few podcasts after this. But have a listen again. If you're concerned, then come and see us. And I think that's pretty much what we wanted to talk about with Chris syndrome. Yep. Your child is going to be getting sick, either upper respiratory tract infection or gastro. That is the main infection types that we get in Chris syndrome. And they're going to be getting it often. And they'll all cough for the whole of winter. Yep, they certainly do. Mm. But if you need some help, we're there for you. So if your children have allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.careforkids.com co.za and that's the numeral four and subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on facebook at two peter in a podcast at two peter in a podcast two not the numerical two this is our disclaimer the information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion we're giving it to you for your own information please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.